0: radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's this new study from researchers in Massachusetts just out this week. It found no significant difference in coronavirus spreading in schools where there was six feet of distancing versus three feet of distancing. But that six right. foot requirement, that's one of the main hurdles to reopening schools. right? Does this study suggest to you that three feet is good enough? It does indeed. The CDC is very well aware that data are accumulating, making it look more like three feet are okay under certain circumstances. Wow. So even under the six-foot guideline, it would have been effortless and safe to open the schools. I mean, you'd have to have smaller classes or whatever, but... Now there's just no barrier to it, none. And Tucker spent time on his
1: show last night talking about how the three-foot thing came from a 100-year-old study about tuberculosis or whatever
0: they were oh, the studying. The six-foot thing, yeah. The
1: mm-hmm. six-foot thing is, yeah. uh, is, is, is practically an old wives' tale. I mean, the science goes so far back. And now the new science says three feet. And by the way, they've known that for quite a while. Um, I don't even know what you do with that information.
0: No, they're erring to the side of caution on the one side. Plus, it it uh, fits the teachers' union's narrative, so nobody's been too anxious to push it out. My only problem with Tucker sometimes is he's always so adamant about everything. <laughs> everything is is uh, evil doers, and then just needs to be fought against. Sometimes I just think it's the nature of humankind. The data wasn't that good. We didn't have a new study. Nobody really looked into it. So uh. then, don't say it with such freaking certainty. Well but no you can't have and see this is where this jack I think you're living in a fantasy land point counterpoint you can't have subtlety in messaging to 350 million people it's got to be black and white and simple now if you don't know it don't don't
1: tell me how to live my life based on you think this and we're we're probably not right but uh, it, it's it's like the um, uh, it, it's this same principle of the parties at 2, but I'm going to tell you it's 1.30 to make sure everybody's there on time. Uh-huh. No, just, just give me the facts and let me deal with it, all right? And then pay the penalty if I do it wrong. But you, you can't be telling people 6 feet if you know it's 3 feet. You can't pe- be telling people not to wear masks if you believe masks are a good idea because you're worried about people buying them. You just can't do this stuff. Yeah, but listen, that's because you're an individualist. You can't claim herd immunity is whatever he was originally claiming sixty percent when it's actually eighty percent because you're afraid of how people react.
0: You know, I you know I agree with you in principle, but I just think you're you're too proud an individualist. And I'll tell you, it dawned on me yesterday. I was walking Baxter.
1: I was walking Baxter and thinking, that Jack, he's just too proud an individualist. Exactly. And
0: Baxter said, I know, it's true. It's a good point. No, (laughs) number one, how does a 70-pound dog have to poop that much? It's in craze. got the output of General Motors. I mean, it's just, we don't we feed him just, it's a normal amount. It's just, I don't get it. Anyway, that's not what I was thinking about. I was walking him, Jack. At the edge of the woods. There you go. Were there clowns there? And I started to think. Killer clowns. Do you remember pre-COVID? When America was, America was obsessed with killer clowns at the edge of the woods. Cast your memory back there, my friends. School districts sending out emails and, and snail mail to all the parents. Warnings, Halloween don't wear a clown costume. local newscasts just full of killer clown reports, local police stations having to send out notices that we have not had a killer clown slaying, as has been rumored on the we are a nation. That can become paralyzed with fear over non-existent killer clowns, and you're calling for nuance in communication to the unwashed masses. It's not realistic.
1: Well, then you're arguing that democracy doesn't work; that people cannot govern themselves.
0: Precisely. <laughs> I, I am arguing that, my that argument a,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm arguing that a lot of people can't, and I would prefer that they not vote.
1: So we got this new Oregon variant. Have you heard about it? And Europe's in trouble, man. We'll tell you all about that coming up in just a second. But if you don't know about the number one auto protection company in America, CarShield,
0: you need to get on board with this. Oh, yeah, because your car doesn't care what you're saving your money for. Maybe it's your mortgage bills, your kids' uh, college, whatever. Your car breaks. It's always a major setback. It's a big old bill. And Car Shield can protect you from paying thousands for a covered repair, like your AC goes out this summer, for instance. That'd be brutal. And you still get to pick your favorite mechanic?
1: And they yep. got roadside assistance and rental coverage and trip reimbursement all at no additional charge. Easy to sign up for. Monthly coverage options to fit your budget. And again, it's the number one auto protection
0: company in America now. Visit carshield.com. Use the code Armstrong to save 10%. A deductible may apply. That's carshield.com. Code Armstrong. Helping over one million drivers. You could be the next. Carshield.com. Slash, or use the code, rather. Armstrong. So there's I only slash, I was thinking the killer clowns, slashing kids at the edge of the woods.
1: Not the guitar player from GNR? Oh, so, no, not slash the guitar player, no. No, indeed. So in Oregon, they've only got one case of it so far, but they found a mutation that uh, did not come in from somewhere else. It developed in Oregon that seems to be the worst of the British variant combined with the worst of the South African variant. And they're somewhat concerned about it. The Oregon mutation wears a poncho and is usually stoned. Exactly. Uh, so, the, the, you know, that's worth keeping an eye on. And
0: it could be a really big deal or it could not be anything. Yeah, so far, as long as you got the spiky proteins, from what I understand, the vaccines are looking for the spiky proteins. As long as you got the spiky proteins, you're good. And all of the variants so far have had them, and everything's been fine.
1: It's fine if you get your uh, vaccine out in time. But if you don't get the vaccine out in time, it ain't going to make any difference. You're going to be devastated by this thing. And it looks like America won the race between the vaccine and the variants. It was was close. I'm not sure a couple weeks later and that we would have been able to do it. But Europe is on the other side of this. And uh, Joe will tell you about the AstraZeneca vaccine and the troubles they're having with that since they've canceled it. But no country in the EU is on pace to reach the goal of vaccinating 70 percent of its population by September. Not one country wow. is going to reach 70 percent vaccination by September. In the United States, we're going to do it easily. Uh, before summer. But that, they're in trouble and they're getting overwhelmed with the variants right now and closing down. You know, we talked about that yesterday. Um, all across Europe, not Great Britain, but all the uh, other countries on the on the mainland, so that they 're in trouble so what 's going on with the one vaccine that they did have that they were using
0: you know it 's funny I, I grabbed this article. I thought it was about the astrazeneca it 's actually about uh, America uh, but I think it 's the same thing, and if not i can i 'll grab the rest of it after the commercial break. but there have been a couple of people <clears throat> i 'm sorry it 's more than a couple it 's thirty six similar cases of you end up with um, a severe case of immune thrombocytopenia, a lack of platelets, and you need platelets for blood clotting. It's happened to 36 people after uh, getting the vaccine. That's among 31 people in the U.S. I'm sorry, not 31, 31 million people in the U.S. have gotten it. Now, that sounds kind of scary, but as the New York Times points out, It's almost exactly the same rate as you generally find of this condition in the population.
1: Okay, well, I saw this portrayed as by people that I like on Twitter as a ridiculous overreaction to a tiny data point
0: that could be anything. So it would seem. I mean, it's happened after the vaccine, but they have no evidence to connect the two. It's correlation, not causation. Now, you might have had the problem
1: even if you didn't stop giving out that vaccine, that nobody was going to take it. Because, you know, for all the uh, news stories about dumb Trump voters not taking the vaccine, Europe, the supposedly sophisticated Europe, they're not taking the vaccine at much higher numbers than we are in the United States. France leading the way. Sophisticated, brilliant, artistic French people got all kinds of weird conspiracies about medicines and won't take the dang thing, even before this story.
0: Bunch of socialist weasels. Uh, here we go on the AstraZeneca. A cascade of cautionary pauses that started last week picked up Monday. Uh, Denmark, uh, Norway, Netherlands, Ireland, uh, Iceland have said they would wait for the Europe's block-wide medicines regulator to investigate a small number of serious blood clotting issues among people who have received the AstraZeneca shot. This is interesting because the, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times story was all about America and was about the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. Uh, let's see i need numbers i need data around 11 million astrazeneca have been given out
1: we're going to end up in a having a a much better outcome from the pandemic than europe and we were told the opposite throughout the whole thing now part of that getting back to trump because everything was about trump part of it was look how smart they are in europe compared to our stupid stupid president here which has turned out to not uh, exactly be the case
0: Right. Well, I can't find anything compelling about this. AstraZeneca said the number of cases of blood clotting among the roughly 17 million people in the EU and UK is lower than that for the general population. Large scale human trials also raised no red flags about blood clotting as a risk. This sounds like an Internet rumor. This this is killer clowns on the edge of the woods. Killer non clotting vaccine clowns. Yeah, well, Tim
1: Sandifer, who we had on earlier this week.
0: Or last week, um,
1: he tweeted someone who said thousands of people are going to die and millions will stay locked up in their homes even longer because European governments and public health officials are. And he uses the R word retarded. I would not use that word, but I am honestly in shock at what happened today. Sadly, I also know the media won't treat that as the crime that it is. Right. Right,
0: he. Uh, knowing Tim, he means retarded in the classical sense. Well, Tim was retweeting someone, so he didn't. Oh, use I it. see. Oh, I see. Ke- okay, yeah, because I don't use that word either. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good point. An excellent point. Just dumb. So you know, uh, once again, we're better than Europe at this. USA, USA. Oh, absolutely, Merka.
1: Was it like five o, six o? Yeah, six o.
0: Do we still have Squawky the Eagle? By the way, yeah, he's still there, to the, the bald eagle. We've okay, all done
1: Cajun. We put him away for a while. Social distancing. She Social is. distancing the bald. eagle. We didn't know if uh, bald eagles could transmit the virus, so we didn't know is, about jumping from species. Yeah. Has somebody uh,
0: been uh, feeding him? <laughs> I thought. Wait, Hanson. Oh I think Vince was supposed oh to. Oh, oh no. boy, that's bad news. Hey, if you send <laughs> around a meme of Oprah reacting, what? What? Do we still have Oprah? What what? What? If you send that around, that's digital blackface and you are fa- mm, blackface and you're a racist. Tell you about that, among other stupid stuff. <laughs> and some non stupid stuff. Oh, squawky. Squawky. squawky
1: the Eagle. Good oh, to have thank you back, goodness. Squawky.
0: Armstrong and
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Speak the truth to one another. Render true and perfect justice in your gates. And do not contrive evil against one another. What if I don't have any gates? Seems like good advice. That's the latest from a recently found Dead Sea Scroll. They found another Dead Sea Scroll in a cave over there in the Middle East. Um... Uh, first, first fragments of uh, a dead, sc- dead sea scrolls found in sixty years, and and when are they? What are they thought to be? Adding to knowledge we have about the Bible, uh, uh, more writings from that area by people who were involved in the writings of the Bible. Yeah, um, can you
0: read that to us again? The Bible.
1: That's right, sir. This particular fragment that they found was found in the cave of horror. Yeah, uh, I went in there, didn't like it. In Israel,
0: <laughs> too horrible.
1: Uh, 40 human skeletons in there.
0: Um, It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney.
1: They found uh, the 6,000-year-old skeleton of a child, likely a female between 6 and 12, who had been mummified in a piece of cloth, and what they believed to be
0: the world's oldest surviving basket. Wow. (laughs) Expected on Etsy within a month. Yeah, that's so if you got like the world's oldest surviving baubles to put in there, that'd be good.
1: Made with woven reeds,
0: uh, world's oldest surviving yarn or something.
1: It's because it's so dry there that things like reeds in a basket or paper scrolls can last for thousands of years. They don't. Uh, they, they don't. They don't get ruined. This it's basket crazy. is ten thousand five hundred years old. They believe a surviving basket. 8,000 years older than Jesus. They
0: don't make things like that anymore.
1: That is just hard to even wrap your head around.
0: It's not like the Chinese crap you get on the internet, Sean. Am I wrong? I'm not. Dissolves in a week. Anyway, the,
1: the particular Dead Sea Scroll that they found written in Greek, they believe in the 100s, somewhere in the year 100, after Jesus Um Speak the truth to one another, render true and perfect justice in your gates, and do not contrive evil against one another. That's one little bit from one of the scrolls. Be nice. I found that stuff, I find this stuff pretty interesting. You know, it reminds me of the basket. I listened to a podcast not long ago about, there's a book out, I guess, about the importance of string, one of the greatest and most important inventions in the history of the planet. What? By far more more important than so many other things it gets so much more credit is string hmm. which led to uh, being able to weave together baskets, rope, clothes, shoes kept your shoes from falling off exactly making tools by putting a sharp rock on a stick so you could go making tools so you can build something uh, without the the invention of string and how to do it with uh, with with strands of fiber and everything like that practically no chance human beings get out of the caves cavemen
0: their kites would always just fly away and they'd get angry and that's why they murdered all the neanderthals
1: you walk off in your
0: sandals and they just stay there in the
1: cave <laughs> exactly your kite floats Damn away <laughs> <laughs> i hate this stringless world <laughs> well
0: anyway, anyway, that's interesting i won't
1: get bogged down on that but i found it quite fascinating a ten thousand five hundred year old basket God, I would stare at that and think, I just couldn't even wrap my hand around it.
0: You know, that's funny. I did the basket, I'm like, okay, there was a basket. It was the eternal quest for justice that caught my attention. How human nature doesn't change. Our, our, our prescription for a good, just society haven't changed an iota. Well, it have gotten a little more complicated and detailed, our legal code. Our penal code, code is a little longer than that. But
1: So the Dead Sea Scroll basically the tweets of the day. Do not contrive evil against one another. Hashtag no evil.
0: Yeah, don't do evil. Yeah. Uh, Non-black people should not spread Oprah Winfrey memes. What? From the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle interview, among other things, because that's supporting digital blackface, says some wokeshavist organization you've never heard of before and will never hear of again. But they're dedicated to social and environmental justice. Uh, while seemingly harmless, the problem with digital blackface is that it often reinforces negative stereotypes about black folks, such as they're aggressive, loud, sassy, and simply here for your consumption and entertainment. what all right, all right, what okay
1: Whatever. um the mayor of Portland says the people of Portland have had enough with the crazy riot and antifa crowds smashing up stuff downtown in the name of social justice, and they need to stop. Among other things we can talk about coming up. Plus, America needs
0: to stop trading with slaveholders, specifically China. What? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Soon, I will get to another wrinkle in what probably should be the only story that we pay attention to every day. I don't mean it's... Uh, I worded that incorrectly. There's a, there's a story that every day we should check in on. It's not the only story we should ever, ever do. But there's a story we should check in on every day, all of us in America, every day for the next at least 100 years, maybe a 1,000
0: <laughs> so stay tuned for that Plus there are five distinct tribes Among conservatives or Republicans Which tribe are you in? Stay with us So I have a logistical challenge here. Uh, I collect, I, Joe, collect uh, all sorts of things I want to talk about on the show, and I have tabs and and, and folders and the rest of it. And it's become totally unwieldy. There's so many great things to talk about. Each one of them deserves between 30 seconds and five minutes of discussion. And so once in a while I do this just to preserve my own sanity and to make sure you hear this stuff. It's time for Joe Closes His Tabs. Now, Jack, because we're going to move swiftly here, uh, oh, boy. you know, I want to make sure that you have time to comment as much as you want. So just uh, why don't we end each little mini segment with you saying something like, well, there you have it An <laughs> 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 <Kind of laughs> awkward. I have nothing else to say. Here we go. Joe closes his tabs. Sorry, gay folks. Vatican said Monday the Catholic Church would not bless same-sex unions. Uh, being uh, gay, getting married up as a gay person is a choice, and it's a sin and cannot be recognized as objectively ordered to God's plans.
1: I was kind of surprised by that. This pope seems to, uh, you know, uh, march to his own drummer and has been out there on a number of subjects. I thought now might be the time that they say, eh, you're born gay, so... uh Oh yeah, yeah. But they're uh, still going with, you know, you you could go with your born gay and still be anti gay marriage, I guess, for a variety of reasons. But um, the idea that they're still going with it's a choice is interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Now the the doctrine is, look, we love you. Uh, we're all sinners. That happens to be yours. Uh, no, no problem. We love you. Welcome to church. We're just not going to bless your your marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I'm so, not Catholic. My gay friends don't care what the Pope thinks, as far as I can tell. Right. Uh, well, and
1: I don't think most Catholics are uh, going to live by that either. So, um, uh, Sean suggests, ain't that something for the waiter? <laughs> I oh, know, I like that's that. That.
0: that's pretty strong, Sean. That's why you're the producer. <laughs> ain't that something? Okay, moving along, then. Scientists want to store the DNA of 6.7 million of Earth's species on the moon. Wow. They're calling it a lunar arc. They're gonna hide inside the moon's lava tubes, the sperm eggs, and seeds of millions of Earth's species. By twozies twosies? Uh that's not clear to me. They'd be safely hidden in these hollowed out tunnels and caves sculpted by lava more than three billion years ago. Take that ten thousand year old basket. <laughs> From the last segment <laughs> They would be powered by solar panels above Hold the cryogenically preserved genetic material Of all 6.7 million known species of plants, animal animals, and fungi on Earth That's it what would I re- am it would, <laughs> it would require at least 250 rocket launches To transport all those things to the moon
1: As a fun guy, I'm in favor of that
0: <laughs> Ain't that something Okay, moving along <laughs> Who among us hasn't considered urinating in our airline seat? What? Nobody's considered that. But if you, have, I know it's a flotation device. If you have, uh, you could get yourself a quarter million dollar fine and up to twenty years in prison. What? Exhibit A is a Colorado man, twenty-four years old, who refused to wear a face mask and then stood up and urinated on his seat, according to the AP. Okay. The man now faces a federal charge of interfering with a flight crew in attendance that carries a maximum term, blah, 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 blah. So I think if you just let it go because you're too lazy to walk to the back of the plane, you probably won't get a quarter million dollar fine. I would love some sort of real time way to know, how do you think this is going to play out, Ryan. Right, right, like
1: as right. this is actually going right. forward? Right. Let's let's fast forward to an hour from now, a day from now. Is your life going to be better for this experience?
0: Sir, I see you're standing on your seat and your penis is exposed and it appears to me that you're about to urinate. Let's think about this for a moment. <laughs> exactly. How does this play out? Jack, authorities believe alcohol was involved. The no Colorado way. <laughs> <laughs> I would like your expert judgment as a uh, recovering drunk about this uh, activity. The Colorado man told the FBI that he had several beers. Mm. How many? Is several? If you say
1: several, it's a lot. Because all cops will say yeah, everybody says two when it's been more than that. If you're willing to admit to several, it's a lot more than six. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Yeah. I, I would, I would bet say the over six on that. or
0: more. Yeah, yeah. And I quote, "A couple of shots." Oh boy! <laughs> before boarding the flight, he fell asleep on the plane, <laughs> and awoke to being yelled at by the flight attendants, who told him he was peeing. He was released on a $10,000 bond pending his next court appearance. What um, yeah, happens? See. Well, this other guy punched a Delta flight attendant in the face. I mean, that's just it's another mask thing. What I started ass. talking
1: to a girl in a uh, airport bar one time, and uh, she was headed to Wisconsin, and I was headed to California, and we ended up in Las Vegas. I mean, things can happen when you start <laughs> drinking.
0: Wow. It's the crossroads wow. of the world. Who yeah. knows who you're going to meet in an airport? It really is. Let's see. So the okay. second incident involves a passenger who was caught on camera punching a Delta flight attendant in the face, uh, masks, uh refused to wear his mask, secure his tray table, and fasten his seat belt. What's the matter with you? Anyway, he should probably be in jail and kept away from me uh, so you could get fined heavily if you screw around on an airplane. Ain't that something? California schools. You know what? No, we're not going to do that one. That one's too important. And finally, this. Well, no, I have more tabs. Which one? Which one should I do? Uh, 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 the second uh, working one. Working from home is breaking our bodies, according to physical therapists. Professionals with neck and back aches and other pains arising from work hours spent sitting at makeshift work-from-home stations.
1: Huh? So I, that's, that's interesting. I would think that most people have a more comfortable setup at home than they do at work. Work tends to give you the cheapest chairs they can get away with, right? Sean is doing deep knee bends right now. Is that to help with your uh, work? It was a good reminder. (laughs) Self-care is health care, (laughs) everybody.
0: Another another great Sean phrase. (laughs) Uh, uh, According to the premise of this story, which we should not question, Jack... (laughs) Corporations have ergonomic office furniture uh, okay your Herman Miller chairs, adjustable standing desks, whereas employees are kind of makeshifting it in front of dressers and countertops and whatever office chair they had there where they balanced the checkbook in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> they are reclined on their couch with their laptop on their belly like an otter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, positive Sean in fine form today. <laughs> Uh, spinal disc issues, neck strains, etc. It is blah, possible
1: blah. that uh, uh, I could see this actually that you tend to do kind of the lounging thing Sean was just describing as opposed to sitting up what seems uncomfortably in an office chair, but is actually much better for you.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I could see that. So here are a couple of helpful hints if you find yourself in this position. Create a workstation that is dedicated exclusively to work. Yeah. Well, if you have five, if you have room, you do. If you don't, you don't. But keep your eyes level with the top of your web browser to achieve good neck positioning. That's a good tip.
1: <clears throat> keep your eyes level with the top of your web browser. Yeah. Well, you want to okay. try to avoid craning the neck up or down for okay. a long no time. No craning.
0: So, yeah. Exactly. Keep your elbows at 90 degrees. Okay. Yep. Ixnay the aim cray. Now we're on to the elbows. Okay. Everybody's got their elbows at 90 degrees. <laughs> it look like a robot. Uh, wrists in a neutral position. Shoulders at- relaxed to avoid tightness across the chest.
1: What's a, what's a neutral wrist position? Like Mr. Burns? <laughs> That's correct.
0: Oh, hmm. <laughs> uh, Let's see. An external mouse versus a touchpad can also help re- relieve excessive strain on arms and wrists. All right. Uh, Et cetera, et cetera. That's too long. Uh, Oh, plus people are used to having a couple two-tree screens on their desk at work. They're all maxed out, and then they're working at a single desktop at home, and they're hunched over, and they're squinting, and the rest of it. Uh Plus people are working too long from home, so cut it out. I've been trying to sit up straighter. One
1: of those things that your mom or teachers or whoever used to told you that they've turned, that they've found out over the years is actually very good for you. Not just physically, but mentally. It's, it's better for your brain to sit up straight.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, You do feel differently. Things that you can feel the chemicals flowing. And finally, this, I found this interesting. Lengthy walks, a popular pandemic pastime can wear down the knees and hips. If longer excursions are not complemented by core and pelvic stability, strength, t- uh, hmm, strength training exercises like planks, bridges, and clamshells. Uh, variety is important, and patients who focus on just one form of exercise like walking, running, biking can develop muscle imbalances and overuse injuries. How many there deep you.
1: knee bends did you just do? Like 20? Something like that, yeah. I think if I did 20 deep knee bends, I wouldn't be able to get to my car after
0: work. <laughs> I think you would hear cartilage tearing from across the room.
1: So I need to get to the most important story, really, that's going on in all our lives for the next 1,000 years. Man, according to the Gallup poll, have our attitudes changed toward China and quick. Good. and Well, good. Necessary. I don't know if it's good. But uh, we can talk more about that and a number of things on the way.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: show comedian sarah silverman calls the democratic party which she's a member of effing elitist and not actually progressive at all we'll uh play a little bit of that later it's interesting mm. on uh some of my favorite uh lefties are uh kind of fed up with some of
0: your wokeism stuff meanwhile uh joe biden has let slip uh, that uh, we're looking at a gigantic tax increase
1: oh yeah biggest tax increase in 30 years Yeah. Which, whether you specifically qualify for the tax increase or not, will affect you.
0: Absolutely will. And uh, we've we've settled when we're doing what we've got all sorts of good stuff to come. But uh, next hour, segment number two of our number three, that's complicated. If you're looking at the podcast, uh, we will talk about the five tribes of republicanism or conservatism that they've identified. Which tribe are you in, and Um, what colorful headdress should you be wearing?
1: We'll get to this story about how the popularity of new bars that don't serve booze.
0: Not going. (laughs) (laughs) It's like alcohol-free beer. What, do you just like to pee or what? I enjoy urination. Yeah, please. And And I like
1: having trouble hearing people with conversations, so that's why I'm here at this bar with no booze. (laughs) boy. Um... I uh, have been into the coming war between the United States and China for quite some time, going back years. And uh, I've listened to, uh, I read Henry Kissinger's On China, which, God, that book might be 10, 15 years old now. And I listened to a number of lectures. And uh, one of the things he said is um, he would talk about the Thuclidean trap, Thucydides, I have trouble pronouncing some of those old-timey Greek names. Thucydides, I bet they did, too. The, the, the Thucydian trap, hmm. which is when you have an established power and a rising power, they almost always go to war, almost always in the history of the world. And he, his belief was we can avoid that with the United States and, and China, with us being the established power and the rising China, if our populations don't come to uh, be so skeptical of each other. Well, that was uh, that was okay not that many years ago where people had a positive view of China. And uh, as long as the populations of both countries had a positive view of each other, we'd be okay. That is over by quite a bit. It has changed so much in just the last couple of years, it's absolutely amazing. The United States population now currently has a 20% approval rating of China. It was well into positive territory not that many years ago. Wow. It's now 20%. And is China our greatest U.S. enemy? That gets you into the paranoid looking at everything, assuming everything is for a, for an evil reason. And, by the way, I think in this situation you are assuming right. But uh, 45% of Americans now say China is the greatest enemy of the United States. That it's doubled in just the last year. And it will
0: continue to go that direction, I think. That is exceptional that is one of the most rapid changes in attitude i've ever heard of
1: uh, it, it is absolutely astounding and i think it's interesting that i got handed this quote by sean from jared kushner jared kushner trump advisor married to Ivanka. um he had some things to say about uh, biden's handling of iran and china but i'll read this china quote the biden administration is making china a priority in its foreign policy and rightly so one of mr trump's greatest legacies will be changing the world's view of china's behavior and I think that is something that Trump did, is that he he had a lot to do with us looking at China in a different way. Right, right. Talking endlessly about how they steal from the world, the tariffs, the way they, they treated the WHO, lying about the China virus, all this different stuff.
0: Yeah, the, Trump's greatest fault was that he didn't give a damn about the traditions that got us here. And his greatest strength was that he didn't give a damn about the traditions that got us here. For instance, with China, I mean, his departure from previous foreign policy or American policy toward China was so complete and jarring and kind of radical, it shook a lot of people. But it was absolutely correct. It was absolutely the right policy.
1: Oh, and another thing, and this has bothered me for quite a few years, it has been true now for 10 years almost. Majority of Americans think China has the biggest economy in the world. And that's just not true. No. Nope. The United States is still, by a lot of measures, dominant, and by most measures still in first place, of having the uh, most powerful economy in the world. But the perception is that China does. So you you add that to a 20% approval rating and people thinking they're our greatest enemy, and you've got the political will to, to take them on.
0: Yes, Yes, the only thing we're missing is the will among America's elites, both uh, political and economic.
1: Yeah, because they're making money off of China.
0: Right, exactly. Kyle Salmon with a great piece in the Federalist. It's time for Americans to refuse to trade with slaveholders. Boy, you look at that headline. You weigh that, or you know, roll that around your mouth for a while. Uh, How how comfortable do you feel about trading with slaveholders? And he talks about the nation billing itself as a worker's paradise has become the largest driver of slaves in the world. We don't mean that metaphorically. It's practice, practicing real modern day slavery, holding people in bondage, and forcing them to labor for someone else's benefit. And how Western so- societies largely ignored the problem for the same reason we turn a blind eye to all sorts of atrocities out of Red China. We like to buy the cheap stuff that they make. <clears throat> And then he points out, everything we import from communist China reinforces their inhumane system. And this was true before the widespread use of Uyghur slaves. Uh, now we know beyond a doubt, however, that thousands and thousands of Uyghurs are imprisoned for racial and religious reasons and compelled to labor. We must consider our relations with the new slave power rising in the East. Our trade with China is, to paraphrase William Lloyd Garrison, a covenant with death and an agreement with hell. That's some good writing there.
1: I'm not in a hurry to get in a war with China because I think it'd be devastating for the world no matter what. Um, and, you know, we talk about it all the time. You unleash the dogs of war. You never know what's going to happen. But I think recognizing China for what they are is very, very important because they're hell-bent on war and taking over the world, whether we like it or not. And I, as many times as I said, I hate political speeches and award shows. If that Chinese-born woman, the director for Nomad, if she wins Best Director or wins Best Picture, I'd love it if she gave a gave a speech in which she blasts China. She's blasted China in the past. China has turned on her. They're now, uh, you know, threatening to not show her movie. Hmm. And I, th- Nomadland, is that what the movie is called, Sean? Nomadland. If she yeah. wins and she gives a speech on the Oscar stage about the evils of China, that could be. Honest to God, a serious moment between the United States and
0: China. The woke crowd. The left finally awakens to the horrific sins of the Chinese communists. That would be a moment. Hollywood has to break with China. Right. I want to squeeze this in before we run out of time. According to a 2020 report by the Australian Strategic Policy Institute in, quote, conditions that strongly suggest forced labor, Uyghurs are working factories that are in the supply chains of at least 82 well-known global brands in the technology, clothing and automotive sectors, including Apple, BMW, Gap, Huawei, Nike, Samsung, Sony and Volkswagen. The report continues, the estimated figure is conservative, and the actual figure is likely to be far higher. That's unbelievable. It's not going to be easy to, to disconnect ourselves, but it's how can happen. you justify dealing with slavers?
1: You can't. It's just a matter of time. Hollywood will have to be out of China, and that relationship will end. The NBA is definitely going to have to end. I wonder if at some point Apple will have to pull out of China and do their business elsewhere.
0: I think they ought to be planning for that day, because it's a coming. Strong and Getty.